You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So it's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hello, Aston Villa fans, and woo, what's going on there? I'm cleaning that camera. Let's see if I can get that in focus anyway. Anyway, um, David Ornstein has just dropped a bomb, along with Fabrizio Romano, saying that Aston Villa are in the process of negotiating or bidding or whatever you want to call it. They made an approach, I suppose is the easiest way to put it, for um, Middlesbrough player Morgan Rogers. And uh, it's an interesting one. I, I put out a tweet initially when I saw it, and I went, oh, he's the guy that stood out against Aston Villa. Then I went back and I watched the highlights, and I went, yeah, I'm after confusing him for that guy. Uh, there was a, another guy called Jones uh, that played there as well. But uh, Morgan Rogers did play against Aston Villa. He was in the number 10 role. Um, one thing I will say is he's the guy who lost Desiree Kanza at the corner when Kanza ghosted in, got the header, and it hit off the butt of the post. Um, so I don't want to lead with that, but it's just one thing when I went back and I watched the... The, um, I wanted to watch the highlights of the game just to make sure I had the right player and it turned out I didn't have the right player uh, that played against us but um, or that played well against us but um, uh, yeah that was one one piece that stood out but I wanted to come on and chat about it because it's an interesting one um, once again David Arnstein says straight out it's, it's not a guarantee that he's going to sign for Aston Villa but the negotiations are that um, talks approaches are happening for uh, for him at the minute it's uh, it's one it's one look, look he's, he's he's a player of extreme re- reputation within uh, as, as a youth player as a 16 year old he made his debut for West Brom and then he went on and he was snapped up at Man City and he went out and loan a couple of times. Um, Villa were actually linked with him. When was it? I remember Villa were linked to him. 
uh, oh gosh, I'd say it was a. Co- it was, it was, I think it might have actually been that he might have been somebody that might have been coming along with the Jack Grealish transfer. Something springs out in my mind with regards to that. Unconfirmed, I must say. I don't have anything written down here to say that I've read. That. It just sticks out in the back of my mind that Aston Villa, I think it was under Dean Smith, were looking at him or were looking to sign him. Um, coming from that West Brom Academy, he's going to be well known to the likes of Mark Harrison and to our, to our academy coaches, considering we we poach anyone that, that, that shows any promise in the West Brom Academy. So he's going to be well known to the players. And if Unai wants him, I think that this is uh, this is something that the, the club will will pursue. And as I say, Arnstein has, has said that they look to be pursuing this as well. And um, we went to Manchester City in 2019, I think it was, and he stayed with them up until 2023. Uh, yeah, they just this this summer just gone and um, or sorry, last January transfer window. Then he moved to uh, to Middlesbrough. I think that's when he moved. Um, to Mid- actually, it wasn't. I'm just reading here. It was it was the seventh of July. Uh, he moved to moved to Middlesbrough. So he's only been there a short period of time. Um, and he's already catching the eye of uh, Mr. Unai Emery, it seems. So it's going to be, it's, it's an interesting one, as I say. He's somebody, uh, like at 16 years of age, he was dubbed the next big thing. Like, yeah, there was articles all over the place calling him a wonder kid. Um, and he was bought by Man City for six million from uh, from West Brom as a 16-year-old. That was five years ago. Um dubbed the new Theo Walcott at the time. Uh, I love this, the, the tabloid newspapers when they splashed that stuff around. Um, and it was the biggest transfer fee uh, for a 16-year-old actually since Arsenal spent £9 million on Theo Walcott that, uh, all those years ago. Um, so that's probably where it came from. Um, played for through, throughout the, the age groups for England, 15s, 16s, 17s, 18s, and 20s scoring and playing playing um, numerous games for those age groups all the way along through his uh, through his career. Um, as At the England under 17s, scored nine goals in 15 appearances. So he looked like he was the main man there. Um, can, uh, let, me, let me bring up, a, I have a, a slide sheet done in him, actually. I forgot to load it here. So give me a moment just while I load this uh, and we'll take a look at him. He's somebody that after the Middlesbrough game, uh, Middlesbrough had a, had a front three of very, very young players. And I kept on referencing the whole way through. And I, and Coburn, and I, I, I did a small bit of, of uh, research on, and this guy, Morgan Rogers, I'd done a bit of research on, and I'd actually filled out some stat sheets on them. So I'm going to share up with Morgan Rogers one there now in a moment. Uh, and we'll just take a look at him because he's very, very productive um, in a couple of areas that I think Daruna Emery is going to like. He's not the most prolific in front of goal. When he's like, he is a forward. He's going to be playing from wide areas. I would imagine he's going to play wide from that left. That's where he plays nine times out of 10. That's where he plays with Middlesbrough. Against us, he played through the center um, as a kind of a, uh, a 10 in the 10 position. Um, but uh, I would think if he comes into this team, he's going to be somebody who's going to maybe play on that left-hand side. And the reason I think that, I'm going to talk to you about in a moment. So, Morgan Rogers, um, let's take a look at, at his slides. Conflicting heights for this player. Six foot two and a half is what uh, it says on Scout and on Football Ref. And then on his Wikipedia, they've inflated him to six foot four. So somewhere between six foot two and a half and six foot four. Uh, he's left-footed and he is 21 years of age. Uh, he won't be 22 until July. 
Looking at his heat map there, you can see that he's played all across that front three position. And we can see that he does come back and he does defend. You can see that there's a there's quite a decent heat map there passed in his own uh, in his own um, area, his own uh, half of the field as well, while also getting into the area as well for getting on the end of crosses and so on. Current value by transfer market is 2.8 million. Um, it's impossible to know what championship players of, of good repute will cost any team. Uh, it will not be £2.8 million that Aston Villa will have bid for him. I would imagine um, it's going to be considerably higher than that. Um, obviously, I don't think there was any price listed by David Ornstein at any stage. Um, but uh, if a price does come out, obviously, um, I presume it would be somebody like Ornstein or, or, or Fabrizio Romano that will be the ones to break it soon as this... Uh, as we get through the, the I suppose, the, the, the transfer window and maybe if this one does become uh, a, a permanent transfer or, or a transfer that actually happens for Aston Villa. Looking at his statistics here, I suppose the biggest thing here, when you look at his, his attacking statistics, there's nothing to write home about. And I bear in mind, this is against the, this is against out-and-out strikers at the moment. These are the statistics that he puts up. But bear in mind as well that he's played in that number 10 position. He's played wide from the left mostly. Um, and a lot of these statistics are... are deflated due to the fact that he doesn't take an awful lot of shot on goal, shots on goal and he's only scored two goals this season. Um, when we look at his passing statistics, the the picture paints a lot rosier. And we can see here that, um, you know, he's, he, he, with regards to pass completion, or pass attempts and pass completion, key passes, shot creating actions and goal creating actions, he's in very, very good stead against other strikers uh, in Europe. Um, so he he's... Got an eye for a pass, an eye for an assist. Likes to set up goals, or that's what he's been doing over the last uh, the last year. Anyway, and um, pass completion rate is slightly low at sixty six point eight percent. But um, I'm going to show you him in comparison to somebody else that we were linked with again and once again. Whenever we're linked with players, and I do think that we were linked with the last player, and I do think there is somebody that the club may have worked to get in, but they wanted to go, wanted to stay in, in Italy and they wanted to go to Napoli and looks like they're going to be going to Napoli now. And that's uh, Cyril Langange. Um, and we're going to speak, show how uh, the three of these players, um, uh, Morgan Rogers, Ali Watkins and Langange kind of stack up against each other. And I'll talk about that in a moment because when we look at the, at how Morgan looks in possession uh, and out of possession here as well, with regards to his ball recoveries, um, his dribbles completed, and the amount of touches he gets in comparison to other strikers, he's right up there. Like he's he's very very active, very industrious, does an awful lot of work around the field, and you'd expect that from somebody who isn't an out and out striker who plays from the left or plays in the ten role as well. I mentioned that we take a look at him with regards to how he is, how he fares out uh, in comparison to Cyril Ngonge. We can see Ngonge's uh, statistics there in the, on the green line. Um, for what he did well, Morgan Rogers statistically does does those areas um, better, albeit he doesn't take as many shots as Ngonge does, and also he hasn't scored as many goals. And as I said, Cyril Ngonge is somebody who's on the way to Napoli, for 20 million euros, I think it is. Um, 18 plus, 18 in add-ons. So um, I've always said that Unai Emery is looking for a specific type of player or he looks for types of players. And I don't think that's a mystery to anybody as well. And while this person isn't going to knock your socks off, like he's not, he, I, I'm not going to sit here and say, this guy's going to do it. He's going to push us over the top. And before you know it, that differential between Liverpool and ourselves is going to whittle down. We're going to surpass him and we're going to win the league by seven points. 
Absolutely not. This is a, this is a project player who's making a leap up after only six months in the in in the the at at, um, at Middlesbrough and after only playing sixty games in the championship. He's only started twenty seven games in the championship, scoring four goals and having six assists. Five of those assists coming this season as well. So. Um, he is a project player. He will be somebody that will be brought in to be nurtured. The fact that he's only 21 won't be 22 until the end of the year. But what he gives us, I suppose, in, in situational um, aspects of maybe if he was to come on and get 20 minutes, half an hour in games, um, he gives us something different with regards to his dribbling ability and also another piece that we're going to look at here in a moment. So I've kind of sp talked, him, talked about him here as playing off the left albeit I've been showing him here in comparison to out-and-out -out strikers or an out-and-out -out striker with regards to Ali Watkins and where I thought that Cyril Ngonj would come and would be if he was going to come to Aston Villa. But let's take a little look at him here in comparison to our wingers slash attacking midfielders, if you want to call them that. Because um, realistically, um, when we look at these guys, they're a different type of player than what Morgan Rogers is going to be. They're not as industrious in defense. They don't set up as many as many um as many chances. But the but our our attackers, the Bailey, Zaniolo, and Diaby take way more shots than this guy. They're a lot more attacking minded. They're a lot more selfish from the point of taking shots. And that's not to say that though if Rogers was to come into Aston Villa, that he wouldn't be encouraged to shoot a small little bit more. But what we can see here from from his uh, statistical output as a wide midfielder is an, or an attacking midfielder here should I say his defensive output is really really good tackles per 90 up in the top top 89 uh, or the top 11 percent dribbles dribblers tackled up in the top uh 12 percent um blocks made up in the top 18 percent yes he doesn't intercept the ball that much but he tackles and, and, and he stops people from um from from progressing the ball commits a few fouls I'll never give out about people doing that as long as they're giving away in the right part of the pitch. So he's an it's an interesting it's an interesting look at and when you look at his shooting statistics here as well they look an awful lot better in comparison to players that play in a similar position to him as opposed to playing against strikers. So obviously a project player that 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 if if it is true that Unai Emery must like and must have seen something from him um at Middlesbrough um, obviously has the pedigree behind him of uh, being a six, £6 million player at 16 years of age um, and uh, moving to Manchester City, obviously getting the, the background of playing for the Manchester City Academy for two, for, uh, two years from, nine, from 2019 to 2021. They went on loan to Lincoln as a 19-year-old and scored six goals at that level. It was on loan at Bournemouth. Uh, in the championship on loan of Blackpool as well. And now he's made the, the and then he made the permanent transfer to, to Middlesbrough um, last year uh, as well. So, yeah, as I say, he's, he's, he's an incredibly interesting player. Uh, incredibly, it's an interesting link, should I say. It's not one that anybody would have, would have projected. Um, I'd imagine as well that, you know, the way that Unai Emery would be uh, a hawk for, watching video and watching uh, doing video analysis and and trying to break down another team and, and and studying other teams and we're fresh off the back of playing Middlesbrough I would imagine that Unai Emery would have had a repository in the bank of an awful lot of teams in the Premier League from playing them last year and the players that they have and I'm 
I would wager to say that he would have had to watch an awful lot more Middlesbrough tape to get a feel for how they played. Now, obviously, when we went out and played them, they were missing a lot of their players at the time. They had a team that was not fully stocked, but team a team of young players. And I'd imagine he watched quite a lot of tape on Middlesbrough. And from that, this guy must have stood out. Then you go back and into your recruitment team or your recruitment team probably had him on their radar as well. I'd imagine a lot of Premier League uh, teams uh, have uh, some of those those young Middlesbrough players on their radar, at least for, for checking out for their, for their championship squads or championship scouts. Then you go back to your recruitment team and you talk to them and you say, yeah, this guy is really good. Part of that recruitment team is probably still still here from the time that maybe Dean Smith. And uh, I'm 99% certain it was when Dean Smith was our manager that we were looking at this guy when he was in the Man City Academy. I'm 99% certain that, uh, that we were linked to this guy previously when he was about 18, 19. You go back there, you talk to them, they tell you all about his stellar, um, his stellar underage career and what scouting they've done in him. And then you go and you talk to the academy squad, academy uh, team of uh, Mark Harrison. They go, yeah, listen, we had him up until 2019 and he's an absolute pearl of a player. And I think that he could progress. And I think he, and maybe they've said that they think he, that they think that he can progress. So there's a lot of in-house conversations you can have to get a, to get a feel for this guy, to get a real feel for this guy. And, and also what I would say as well is don't forget uh, Aaron Danks. Um, uh, Aaron Danks is. Um... Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Is also at Middlesbrough, too. So while he's not going to be in the business of selling one of the Middlesbrough players, sorry, I, I completely forgot what club I was talking about there. Uh, while he's not going to be in the business of selling players for the club that he's with at the moment, they have an in there to talk to somebody who is play, who is utilizing that player at this very moment in time. So they could have a lot of a, a big dossier made on this player, I would imagine. And uh, but the big thing about that, and all you can speak to all the people in the world. If Mr. Unai Emery doesn't want him, then it, this transfer likely won't happen. So it's just been a bomb, I suppose, really. It's been dropped by Arnstein there uh, earlier on. And um, I haven't checked any of the comments, and I probably should, because I'm wondering, is this one of these ones where I start doing the podcast about we've been linked to this person, like the Diego Carlos one, and then all of a sudden it's announced that he's signed for Aston Villa. There's been a here we go somewhere along the line. But checking the comments there, you guys... Um, yeah, you guys didn't mention that as as well. Uh, looking at the comments there as well, Cash says, uh, wasn't he supposed to be included? In yeah, I thought that too. I mentioned that at the start of the podcast. I'm 99% certain he was mentioned 
at some stage anyway with Aston Villa that we were interested in him. So that's interesting. Um, Richie Ryan says a player at this age is still learning his trade and with the right manager and good players around him, he can only improve. 100% have to agree with that. And whether he will improve, improve to the level that we need is yet to be seen. Um, I'd be interested to see what a... Um, it'd be, I'd be interested to see what the price would be just from pig iron, I suppose, more so than anything else. Um, if we are operating under financial fair play rules at the moment, which I'd imagine we are, because I'd imagine a lot of clubs in this transfer window are keeping their powder dry if they can't, considering what's uh, what's been levied at uh, Everton and at, at, New, at Nottingham Forest. Um, but I'd be interested to see what the fee is if this is something that does get over the line. Um, because... And the reason that I'm interested in that is because I know we were very involved or we were very interested in Cyril Ngonj from from Verona, from Ellis Verona. And he decided to go to Napoli. But I'm wondering if we were getting up up to that 20 million euros for him. I'm wondering if we were. And and just for Pig Iron, I'd like to see I'd like to know what the what the transfer value is for this guy. Um just to see what we're operating in, with in January as well. Uh Let's see, where else are we? So, uh, YouTube Premium Emmons is saying send Zaniolo back. Uh, I don't think this would, um, don't think this would affect Zaniolo's position with us at all. I think uh, the only way we would send Zaniolo back is if we're loaning another player. Um, I once again, I would like clarity on the. Uh, compulsory purchase option for him if there is any triggers with regards to that but if they do send Zaniolo back I would imagine it would we would bring another player in on loan um, because I do think the club wants to strengthen I do think the club wants to strengthen I do think the club feels they need bodies um, and not just bodies but bodies who can contribute that's why this player is specifically is interesting because he would be coming into a team where he could get minutes Almost like John Duran did last year. He's a kind of, a, from Premier League point of view, we don't know how he would perform in the Premier League. And uh, he, but there is a very high possibility we, he would get minutes from that left-hand side. Because we've seen that Unai Emery is reluctant to play Diaby on that left-hand side. He played Bailey on the left-hand side uh, once or twice this year. And I've thought there have been some brilliant performances from Bailey on the left-hand side. Um but he prefers him from the right, and that's absolutely fine. I can completely understand that. But you have a Jacob Ramsey, you have Zaniolo, you have, um, he's played McGinn out there. And obviously, I don't think any of us want to see McGinn out in the left. I think we want to see McGinn in, in, in central midfield. But there will be potential for this guy to maybe get minutes if this to get over the line down the stretch of the season as well. So it's it's, it's an interesting one. Um and LG says a strange one that Philogene has done more than him in the championship, also being linked with Giovanni Reyna from Dortmund. I'll just give it a couple of minutes on, on, on Reyna in a moment. But I, I don't I don't think this is this is a strange one. Um because that buyback clause on Philogene, we don't know how long that lasts for, we don't know what it is. And I think from a purely financial point of view, um, like if that was 15 million buyback clause and we can end up buying this guy for 7 million I think it just makes sense um, you know from a financial point of view but once again I'm not going to get drawn into financial fair play because I don't have any of the figures and it's all speculation and conjecture from that from that point of view but once again um, the option to bring Philogene Bidace back 
isn't dead just because we would sign this player. Now, on the Giovanni Reina piece, supremely talented player, really, really talented player. And um, that's where I think we would probably look to on loan um, if that could be done, uh, if Zaniolo was to leave. Um, and it would be... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, it would be a, a, an, an, an interesting move, should I say. Um, like he, he, he's performed very well for Dortmund. Uh, I think he scored like seven goals or eight goals last season for them. Um, I just want his mother and father to not get involved in anything and they won't because they won't have the, the direct lines. But, you know, there's the, the, that, that, the story with the, their meddling in his career since 2016 all the way up through the, through the U.S. men's national team piece is, is wild, to be honest with you. Some of the phone calls that they, the both parents put into to the, to the men's national team there with regards to that. So, yeah, look, supremely talented player, but uh, leave the off-field stuff away. Um, and I'm sure that the, everybody in that story has learned from that situation because nobody came out of it looking good. And and the player was the ultimately the person that suffered for it was Gio Reyna because uh, he didn't get the opportunities to play at the 2022 World Cup and um, all because of polit not politics, but all because of conversations that were being had by other people and completely out of the player's control. So, uh, yeah, a talented player and it would be interested if there is something in that link. It would be interested uh, if there was something in that link as well. Um. British Mick says, love the recruitment, Neil, building for the future via youth and prospects. Love the Nadelkovic acquisition too, and to loan him to his parent club to retain him now was a masterstroke. I would imagine a lot of that loaning him to his parent club as well was might also be something to do with deferring payments as well into next year from a financial fair play point of view. If there is something in the financial fair play talk, it's 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 smart to do it. Um, also keeping him at a place whereby they can uh, they know that his development will be taken care of and he'll be playing at a pretty high level, you know, uh, in the Serbian Premier, uh, Premier League as well. So uh, interesting, interesting from that point of view. Um, just going to move down through here. Um, Where's that? Middlesbrough, not Neil, not Middlesbrough. Did I, am I pronouncing Middlesbrough wrong? Oh, maybe I've maybe I've spelt it incorrectly somewhere. See, I say this every single time. I need a producer. I need a graphic designer. I need something. I'm as, I'm an I've got fat fingers and I've got eyes that can't read. Um, so unfortunately, I can't spell things correctly. So you, you guys, you guys, will, you guys, will give me give me give me some slack on that one. Um, but yeah. I should really just copy and paste stuff, shouldn't I? But I don't like copy and pasting stuff because it takes the creativity out of it. Um, I should have just put B-O-R-O -O and then apostrophe, and then I wouldn't be in the mess that I'm in, uh, for sure. Um, 
Where else are we? I'm going to, going to scroll down here as well. John Steele says he's bought a ticket for the meeting with God. And ironically, as an atheist, he can't wait to hear the word of God. Yes, there are still some tickets for our event on the 3rd of February in Limerick in, here in Ireland uh, with the great man Paul McGrath himself. Um, there are a ball of tickets sold and I'm, I'm absolutely overwhelmed with the, with that. Um, uh, it's, it's, it's incredible how many, how many tickets were over, over 200 tickets have been sold to be honest with you. And we've put on some more tickets for sale. Um, and I completely understand that, you know, we're in the middle of January Um, a lot of people might be waiting for the longest month of the year to get to, to finish before, uh, before the next payday and stuff like that. Um, so, uh, it just, it just blows my mind, um, how, what, what great reception is this had. And I, and you know, my, it might be Pomegranate's only podcast appearance, I'd say, this in the whole of 2024. So I'm really, really looking forward to it. I really, really am. That's just a, a little aside there. And thanks very much, John, for um, for coming to see us. Uh, 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 um, where else are we? Um, it's coming on. Uh, Michael Taylor. Michael, are you a Middlesbrough fan? He says he's more than happy to see Rogers go for ten million. Been linked heavily with United's Diallo. Um, yeah. If you if you sign one of our players, it's saying it's uh, Hayden Hackney. We were actually linked to uh, with Hayden Hackney as well. Fine player too. Fine player. Um, and I must say he's uh he's somebody I think that will be on a lot of players' radars, as will be a lot of your your youth players uh, or your younger players within that squad. And uh, Michael Carrick has amassed a pretty decent squad there. Fair play to him. Um, yeah. So do, 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 just going to scroll down here, see any more comments. Uh, yeah. Michael Brosnan asking how many tickets are sold. I think I covered that one. Uh, 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 uh. Sarko says this signing at its position may be a result of Ramsey doing his hamstring. I didn't hear that. Did Ramsey do his hamstring? Pop it in the comments there, everyone. Did he? Was that confirmed? Um, I know he didn't play the last game, but I didn't know that it was a it was a really bad injury that, that would keep him out. I, I would imagine that that we just need another player to play on the left. Um, I would imagine this would free Zaniolo maybe to go up top. I've, I'm convinced Unai Emery wants to play him as a striker at some stage or a second striker. Uh, I don't know what makes me think that, but um, uh. But yeah, it's 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 uh it's it's an interesting one. Um uh, yeah, Sarko saying he was scanned earlier in the week. Okay, okay, I want to keep an eye on, I want to keep an eye on for sure. Um yeah, so look, interesting player. I'm not gonna say that he's got as I said, he's not a I don't think he's a player that's gonna reel in Liverpool at the top of the league for us, but it's an interesting link. All the talent in the world based on what he's done in his youth career. First big step up into the champ. Well, I won't say his first big step up because he played sixty games, started twenty seven. He's obviously a project player, and he's coming into um he he's playing in a in a team at the moment, as I mentioned, that is being coached by Aaron Danks. I would imagine that there are conversations somewhere along those lines to figure out what this guy is like, and uh, I put out a tweet earlier on saying that uh, this uh, you know obviously he played against us. Um, in in the cup, I don't think that had any bearing on this, but I would imagine that there's a pretty big dossier based on uh, Mark Harrison's time at West Brom as well, and um, as I say, the amount of video work that Unai Emery does on opposing players and opposing teams. So let's see if this one pans out. If it does, we'll be back with more on it. It's only just broken recently. I just had those statistics stat the stats sheets done. Um, there, uh, so I said I might as well pop on and and do this, but. Uh, 
yeah, we'll see. All's yet to be written with this one, and uh, as it's it's definitely a player for the future, and uh, somebody that we hope can grow within the club into the Premier League, and uh, and, and onwards, and and is another body I think to play on that left hand side, and another good one. It's got a very good defensive output and a very good um, creative output out there, albeit the goals haven't come for him that frequently for Middlesbrough this year. But anyway, go leave it at that, guys. Thanks so much for watching. Thanks so much for listening. If there's any of you looking for tickets, as I say, tickets are still on sale. There's a link in the um, description here for tickets to our podcast with Paul McGrath, the great man himself, the namesake of this podcast. And I'm really, really looking forward to it. Um, yeah. In the meantime, everybody, stay safe, stay healthy. And all that's left to say is up the villa. Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.